In a world where technology has brought order and awakened chaos, three men have embraced their destiny to slay that technological beast or something like that. Join in the laughs because it's time for the Digital Soup Podcast with Jason, Adam, and usually Dave. <laughs> That's right, everybody. We are back for another episode of The Digital Soup. This is big episode 20. Mm-hmm. I'm here with a couple of... Oh, I didn't introduce myself yet. I'm sorry. My name's Jason. And I have a couple of uh, great co-hosts and even better friends. I got Dave and Adam. How you Top doing, gentlemen? Good evening to you. Hey, guys. All right. Uh, we're back. What would you guys think? 20 episodes. Pretty great, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's hard to believe, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. I mean, uh, th- the three of us, we've never got along in our life. We've actually been able to do 20 <laughs> of these bad boys. So that's that's pretty great. Yeah, this is really just all an act, right? <laughs> yeah, we really hate each other. <laughs> yep, basically. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, why don't we get right in on this? Uh, before we start, uh, do we have any uh, anything we needed to talk about uh, in past episodes? Anything you guys thought uh, that we didn't bring up? Oh, uh, anything um, we need to retract or correct or anything? One, well, uh, we've got an update from that. Um, oh, what was that? That camera lens holder. Oh, what's the yeah, idea? yeah, the free lens that we had. Yeah, That's the right. free lens. There was they or, they uh, came out with some pricing. Yeah, free and, designs lens tri lens mount. Yeah, so if you're wondering what that was, it was kind of the uh, that that device that would hold. Th- it would let you snap three of your lenses in, almost like it you would put it in your camera, and yep. it would just clip onto your belt, you know, for quick changes. And that came out. Um, the early pricing, it was like the early bird Kickstarter. Hey, you're in on an early price was like 85 bucks. So yeah, a lot cheaper than we originally were guessing it was going to be. Well, Jason was pretty close because he he thought it'd be about 50, and I was the one that was like, I don't know, I'm thinking uh, 300, and so I was way off. But well, he meant 50 Canadian. Yeah, yeah, that could be. That could well, be. I am the camera expert, so you know, I I know pricing. <laughs> That's that was my problem. I outthought it because I'm so used to stuff costing <laughs> so much in the camera world. Well, uh, if we're done with old business, let's get on to some new business here. Yeah, um, business, business. Yep. Hey, do you guys like Chromebooks? I've never used one. I've thought about getting one a few times, but never actually used one. Is that like a um, chrome-plated book? Or? It, exactly. It's dipped in it. It's it's very <laughs> brittle. The pages are brittle. <laughs> Just got to be careful. <laughs> How do you open <laughs> it if it's dipped in it? <laughs> oh, they shake uh, well, it free before it dries. Yes, exactly. Oh, oh, I guess. It cools Actually, they, they dip each page individually. And then they so, put the book together. So it's like no. the books from when you were a kid, those, those stone tablets you guys would chisel? Yep. Oh, I thought you were talking about the, the gold-binded books, kid books. Remember those? Gold, like oh yeah, edges. yeah, yeah, yeah! I do the gold series, or whatever. No, it was. I heard if you put your hand up, on Adam your doesn't. He's too I young. Dip, you dip, we dip. Is that yeah, true? Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, speaking of that, Adam. Hey, uh, happy belated <laughs> birthday, buddy. Hey, thanks. Yeah, thank you, fellas. How young a fella are you now? I'm 23. Wow. <laughs> Nobody likes 30, you when 38 you're 28 at this point, but 38. Yep, yeah. I know. For you, that seems like a decade ago. <laughs> well, I just want to let our listeners know that I actually met that guy when he was 16. Hmm. So I yep. have known him for a long time. Jason's stories usually start out with that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> and usually it's not a he, it's a she. <laughs> oh, is it? 
Oh, yeah. That's probably not something to brag about, man. Yeah, we've known each other 22 years. Jason was my first boss when I started working. Actually, his mentor, too. He really looked up to me in every respect. (laughs) That's because you knocked me down all the time. (laughs) (laughs) And I wouldn't let him get back up again. Uh, Well, maybe that was until he turned 17 (laughs) and grew taller than you. And then we were pissing the night away. You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) One time I drank a whiskey drink, and then I think you had a lager drink. Yeah, Yeah, I do like Dave had a cider drink? Maybe. I I think so. (laughs) <laughs> all right well well back to uh chrome dipped books <laughs> right. so we just dated ourselves like hey you guys remember that popular 90s <laughs> song <laughs> uh so chromebooks of chromebooks. all the rage um uh my daughter's high, high school oh my gosh i don't want kids in high school my daughter's elementary school they um i'm not sure exactly where it is fifth grade maybe fourth fifth grade uh they my actually fifth grader, yeah they have chromebooks too that yep, they, they got chromebooks and uh it's it's What's really nice about it is they can't mess it up. That's one of the big things about it. It's it's in a state to where you can only install certain programs on it, and it's not gonna you're not gonna be able to get any viruses, anything like that on it that I've known of. I haven't heard anybody with a Chromebook having a virus. I'm I'm sure maybe somebody has because you know they can figure everything out. But well, I think most know. of the viruses and bacteria can't cling to the book because it's <laughs> dipped in chrome and is too shiny. Where, where's my yep. I don't have <laughs> no, You guys can just say boo because <laughs> <laughs> my jokes suck today already. It's just, just going to get worse probably. Just sorry, listeners. What do you mean today? Anyways, um, <laughs> very Nintendo, safe they are. Nintendo, oh my gosh, I got Nintendo on the brain. By the way, I was playing Breath of, uh, Breath of the, what is it, Breath of the Wind? Oh my gosh, I was playing it. So let's take it back to the Chromebooks. (laughs) That's why I said Nintendo. (laughs) Tell me more about the Sony PlayStation you're talking about. Yes. um, (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm just as bad as Adam. So uh, you're not. (laughs) Microsoft has announced Windows 10 S. Um, I'm not sure exactly what the S stands for. Uh, Probably simple. Super. Super. (laughs) Simple. What what it is. (laughs) Well, you know, if you read the story, you find out it is. If you're simple, you can use this system. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm not saying the users are simple. I'm saying the operating system is simple. Uh, What it is, it's a completely locked down uh, ecosystem, just like an iOS device. You can you cannot install programs from any other source except the Microsoft uh, App Store, whatever it's called, the Microsoft Store, mm. Windows Store. No, uh, it's go yes ahead. Stands for streamlined. Oh hmm. man, I like simple. Can we just call it Windows <laughs> Ten Simple? So That's simple. gonna be our code name for it. Okay. Call it Even Forrest you want. Gump could operate this. Oh yeah, <laughs> Jeanne. Uh, <laughs> what, is he French now? <laughs> Jeanne. Je ne sais quoi. I may not be a smart man, but I know I love eels. Oh, je ne. I see what you do there. <laughs> that stupid cat always falling for, uh, I mean, that skunk falling for cats. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean the cartoon where the skunk raped yeah, Pepe multiple Pepe. cats? Oh, yes. <laughs> no means no, Pepe. <laughs> oh, geez. Anyways, we are so far off. We're, we're disorganized tonight. Not a disorganized, we're just scatterbrained. So, <laughs> yep. Windows so, Chrome. <laughs> no, Windows Chrome. <laughs> makes for a highly visible scene, right? Should, should, uh, okay, it's Google Chrome, and it's Windows 10S. Oh, just, well, see, you were calling it the Windows Store. That's what screwed me up. I got you. Windows right. 10S. So does it come with Google Firefox? or? <laughs> so I got the new iOS Nintendo. It is awesome. <laughs> I wonder if we should just start this whole thing over. 
Uh, so the Sony Xbox One is coming out next week. <laughs> yeah. and that's but it's made by Microsoft. Anyways, <laughs> right. uh, what's cool about this is they are actually The going new Burger King McGriddle, <laughs> folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, everyone who's listening. I'm going to stop now and let Jason finish the story. <laughs> and I'm going to shut up and drink my hot chocolate. Go. <laughs> Go ahead. Mmm, hot chocolate. Didn't uh, somebody just get in trouble for calling somebody hot chocolate? Oh, yeah, uh, Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he yeah, got fired for calling that woman hot chocolate. I don't have remember? a Fox News anchor at my desk right now. I literally <laughs> have hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyway, um, they're going right after uh, Google's Chromebooks, and they are pricing yeah. themselves uh, right about the same. It looks like they're going to start out at 189 for the laptops preloaded with Windows 10 S. And, uh, it, I mean, it... For for schools and stuff, and even for just general use, this this is probably great. This is great for my, you know moms and dads, grandmas and grandpas that just want to do internet, maybe some YouTube, uh, send emails back and forth, maybe write some documents, do a little spreadsheet action. Hmm. Uh, th- these are great for that. Chromebooks and now the Windows 10s. Honey, you want to do a little spreadsheet action? Now now the only thing, uh, Chrome OS is is more mature. It's been around for quite a few years, and I am. I don't have a Chromebook, but I'm assuming that their app store is more mature too. Probably has uh, quite a few better apps. Yeah. I know I had a Windows phone for a while, uh, Windows 8 phone, by the way. I haven't had a Windows 10 phone yet, but a Windows 8 phone. And that app store was pretty dang pathetic, I'll got to tell you. Hmm. I've had both Android and uh, many iPhones. And uh, that Microsoft store, maybe it's got better in the last two years. I haven't had a Microsoft phone in a couple of years, but... I'm thinking Windows 10, you know, Windows 10 on the desktop, their app store. I mean, all three of us have Windows 10 on our, our systems. Right. Have you ever investigated the app store, seen what's in there? Uh, just a few things like uh, there's, I think, their camera app and things like that that you have to get through their store. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I don't. But, I mean, have you seen how sparse it is compared to, like, iOS and Android? Right. Oh, it's gonna, I think it'll be really hard for them to ever catch up to the, I mean, the. Android and the iOS iOS platforms have been around for such, you know, as far as having a store with apps is a lot longer than Microsoft has. But you know what's so baffling still, uh, not to derail it too much here, but Android's Google Play Store, I cannot understand why they still have not come out with a native podcast app. I mean, to me, that's mind-blowing and and just almost, you know, unforgivable that, I mean, I'm I'm an iOS guy, so it doesn't matter to me. Isn't it Google Play? Well, they they haven't really, from what I understand, they haven't they they have yet to do something um, to really handle podcasts natively, like the Apple Podcast app or iTunes used to. But oh, okay. it, it is kind of crazy that they had that. That's what that's what Android really needs to do to help bring up their numbers because that's that's one thing that they just cannot compete with iOS on. It seems like anywhere near as well, unless you're going to pay for a third party app, of course, which there are some of those, but I don't know. The way I look at it specifically for, um, you know, podcasts is, you know, right. Apple created podcasts. I mean, yeah. that's where the name even comes from. So of course they have their native app, uh, Android, what they're really good at is they're really good at third-party support. Yeah, uh, you you can actually go into the Android store and you can find three dozen podcast app, you know, in there. Right, right. Well, you can't. I mean, there's only like a handful in the uh, you know iOS. I mean, you have the original, which I dislike wholeheartedly. I do not like right. the built-in one. I mean, I use Overcast like you do. Yep, it's a very very good podcast app. But over on the uh, Google side, you do have a much wider selection. And 
where Apple, they've always had their first party apps. They're, you know, specifically like, you know, their word processing database spreadsheet, their mail client, their, you know, you know, podcast app here, et cetera. Sure. Where Google, uh, they have they do have some of that, but I mean it's it's basically left it's the wild west in the Android store. Right. Uh, it you just know. anybody can, you know, put an app in there and uh yeah, some True. of them are total crap. <laughs> now, I'm going to bring us back a little bit towards the Windows discussion here because yeah. this is interesting. I think Windows what? Win- Windows 10s. Oh, okay. <laughs> by by Linux. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, the, the it's interesting that they're going to kind of get into the same space as far as price wise because getting a Windows machine means you have to have the full this and that. Usually, um, I'm looking. I'm looking at the comparison chart between Windows 10 Home and Windows 10 Pro and Windows 10 S. And of course, Windows 10 Pro is the only one that's going to let you actually join a domain. So, a, a business user, you need to have professional, right. or else Windows 10 Enterprise, which is a different level of licensing. Windows 10 S, um, you cannot download any non-Windows Store applications. So it's kind of all the things that you know. Like you said, we run Windows 10. And how often is Windows trying to take over? Like, are you sure you don't want Edge to be your browser? It'll right. be your best friend. And I'm like, not a chance. Yeah. Get out. It's locked down to only Microsoft Edge. You can only do the Windows Store apps. Um, you can connect to an Azure Active Directory. So like if you're in Office 365 oh. with Windows 10 S, you can actually still connect to that, which is pretty interesting. Um, Windows Update for Business, Windows Store for Business, Mobile Device Management, BitLocker, which is Microsoft's built-in encryption for these laptops to help protect your data. And let's see what else they have in here. Microsoft Edge Internet Explorer Search Default, Bing, and Designated Regional Search Providers. Oh, Bing. <laughs> they kind of... So in one th- sense, it's kind of cool that they can give you a PC at a decent price point, but it mm-hmm. takes away any of the flexibility that we currently enjoy on a full Windows 10 computer. But currently. in some cases, I can see where you'd want to actually do that, though. Well, in the in the learning environment, you definitely want to because right. you know you're letting all these kids use these laptops. You don't want you know anything to happen to them. Right. You know, install some uh, exactly. You know, There's what do you call it backdoor orifice. Can I yep. say that? Can uh, I say that in a podcast? That's a, that's orifice? a pretty old hacking tool. Uh, okay. um, <laughs> some of the uh, some of the uh, Windows PCs that we have at work, which are set in public locations for the general public to use. We have to lock those down a lot as far as there's there's some different applications and tools that you have to purchase to actually keep things locked mm-hmm. down and prevent them from going certain places on the internet and stuff. So this uh, this definitely has a, a couple of interesting areas that it could mm-hmm. be used in business for thinking like those right. kiosk kind of things or a checkout yeah. laptop that you want to give somebody that's not connected to your domain but they still need to borrow it for using the internet at the hotel or whatever. So. Mm-hmm. And even maybe like uh, coffee shops and stuff, they might, you know, these are pretty inexpensive. Hey, why don't we get one for every uh, table in here, you know? They could do right. something like that. They probably well, won't, but they could. When you said hotel, that's that was the thought I just had right now because how easy would it be for a hotel to buy a, you know, a bunch of these and stick one in every single room? Oh, sure. And, instead of having a little lobby computer that you have to sit on. And what's what's also cool is, I mean, it's starting out in the laptops and stuff, but there's nothing to keep this from being desktops too. I mean, they, sure. you could probably purchase desktops with it and you know, have the full-on monitor effect stuff. But one point I wanted to make here, yes, the system is currently locked down. But you know for a fact somebody is going to make uh, some type of hack to where you can start side-loading programs. It's possible. It happens on every device. I mean, even even Chromebooks, There, there's a way. Uh, a simple Google search will show you a way to actually install Windows on it. 
or Linux or whatever. Yeah, I mean, at its core, you're still you're still going to be running on a processor of some sort. Now, is this actually hardware that they're selling, or is this just the operating system? Well, they're they're going to be selling the hardware too. You know, some of the hardware they're they're teamed up with the Hewlett Packard. Well, if you see here, they're going to be making their Surface. They're going to have like a a Surface with Windows 10 S on it. Uh, I don't know. You know, it's going to be a separate line. But if you take a look at the article there, it does say that they're partnering with Acer, Asus, Dell, and and HP. Oh, okay. So they're all going to be making uh, Windows 10 S systems. So you know, they could be laptops and right. desktops. So that means that they're just going to give it the processing power it needs, and they're only going to license it for that Windows mm-hmm. 10 S. And the article that I linked actually in the show notes here, and I should find the other one that actually led me to this one, but this, is, this isn't talking about the actual uh, cost of the operating system itself. And uh, you know how a normal license is 100 bucks. Right. Uh, for Windows 10. And I believe I read somewhere around there that a Windows 10 S license is like 15, 25 bucks, something mm. like that. Well, Microsoft says they're going to make the new OS free to schools that are now running Windows Pro. And those schools will also get Office 365 for education applications for free worldwide. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, if you're running Pro, why would you go down to a this? Because <laughs> you, you just... hate yourself. Yeah. <laughs> now think about this though. Um, let's say you're you have a grandparent that wants to get into computing for the first time. Oh, definitely. Here, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. there you Perfect. go. You get everything that you need. You know, and it, it's going to be able to handle your basic tasks. They 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 lock you down into the Windows, you know, the actual Microsoft platform. So you're using mm-hmm. a Windows Defender for your security, which is actually okay. Um, you're you're only allowed to use Edge and things like that. I mean. This would not work with Cast, so like our current what yeah. we're using to podcast would right. not run on this. And that, I think that's where the kind of limitations are. But what can you expect for a you know a sub two hundred dollar actual PC? Well, yeah, it's it's so, a I mean, it's an internet browsing machine, is what it is. Yep, you know, but, for for a non student, I mean, you know, but with with Office three sixty five, it's it's a full on you know corporate computer too. As long as you're not yeah. having to program anything, if you're just if you're one of those PowerPoint you know Excel Word people. You, you know, know what else this is? This is a replacement tablet to watch Netflix and, you know, anything <laughs> else that you want to watch. If and, the and Windows Store has a Netflix, well, I guess you could always do it over the uh, edge. The web. But I, I was just looking in the store, and I believe um, I believe it does have uh, both Netflix, Netflix, excuse me, uh, Plex, <laughs> all, all of those kinds of things. So I, You know, I, I'm, I'm really interested to see if they can get Edge to work across the board on everything. I haven't done thorough testing or any a lot of research on it, but Edge currently, like at work, we're using SharePoint, and even though it's a Microsoft technology for an intranet, Edge just does not work and play right with it. So Microsoft not playing well with Microsoft sometimes, and yeah, kind of we disable it and keep on using IE eleven. <laughs> right. Uh, I actually uh, Netscape Navigator for me. You know Sweet. that that's a I, great well, browser. School. You know based. that twenty years ago. That was the uh, the default browser. The, the the biggest browser was Netscape. I, I think the first time I got the internet on my old uh, fourteen four modem, baud modem, was probably around ninety five. Yeah, probably yep. ninety five, ninety six. I got to look up Netscape Navigator. Nineteen ninety four is when it first came out. Wow. Yeah, and in nineteen ninety seven, wow. I believe that was still the leading, oh, most yeah. used uh, browser out there. Yeah, that's when it, the Netscape Navigator was succeeded by Netscape Communicator, 1997. Mm, yeah, I remember that. Netscape. 
Yeah, it was I cool because to... it had the comet that would fly over the N. I remember it didn't have a bookmarking system, so I actually created a GeoCities webpage <laughs> with, with all of it. my bookmarks in it, and <laughs> it was my home. I'm not even lying; it I was my homepage. Do you remember your uh, Netscape or your your GeoCities? Page? No, I can't. I wish I could because I would have loved to have found that and seen what those links were. But uh, yeah. yeah, speaking about 20 years ago, man, think think of what what has happened in the last 20 years, right? Technology wise, I mean, we've had some great great things that have happened. I know I reminisced about this uh, before. Reminisced? Is that a good word for it? I guess. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, I was. You know, thinking about if I could go back, you know, I was even thinking like, you know, 15 years ago, 10 years ago and went to myself and said, hey, someday you're going to have a device in your hand that is going to have a higher resolution than anything you're watching on television right now. It's going to be able to pull from the air movies, music, television, um, any type of stat you ever wanted, any type of information you wanted. Uh, just a small little device the size of a uh, tricorder from Star Trek, actually smaller <laughs> than that. Uh, I would have, you know, probably punched myself and, and then kicked myself <laughs> in the nuts and said, get the hell out of here, loser. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and we all would have joined you. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that's pretty interesting. And one of the things that I really like about, I mean, you remember back in the, the old sci-fi shows, it's like, oh, someday you'll be able to just call someone and video. I mean, think of the movie Aliens. Yeah. You know, where it was like, they're dialing into each other and it's video conferencing. It's all it sure. was was video conferencing. And the concept was like, someday you'll be able to see who you're talking to. And now right. with like with several different apps and things like FaceTime, Skype, yeah. you can yep. instantly video conference with somebody while they're on a beach somewhere and see where, the, you know, where it, it's pretty amazing, like you said. Mm-hmm. So what are going to get better? So what, what for you guys? I mean, I don't know if it's... I mean, because there's, you know, between the tech and the gaming and music and movies, there's so much. But in the last 20 years, what have you guys found to be like some of those like biggest moments for you, biggest game changers, things that really impacted you some way? Well, I think for me in the in like a professional environment, Mm -hmm. server virtualization and just virtualization in general has been one of the huge things. The first time I actually saw someone using VMware, which is, you know, they've got one server there yet they're somehow running 20 servers on this server so that that main physical server is just super beefy tons and tons of ram and at the time you know it was like 96 gigs of ram in here and it's got to be a celeron processor right (laughs) oh for sure (laughs) but just to see how it worked and let you know we're taking advantage of every resource available on this machine it meant a huge decrease in the actual physical footprint of infrastructure in a server room and it also meant that you can boot things faster. You can back things up easier. And if this server, the virtual server, fails on this box, you can restart it over here automatically. It's things right. like high availability. And the amount of less hardware you have to purchase, less electricity to run it, less cooling in your server room, it's just really amazing stuff. Yeah. That was that was a big one professionally. I've, I've never used any type of VMware at all. I've never done it personally or in the business world. Um, you should try so, it. It's so so refreshing. You know, I guess I mean the closest <laughs> I've ever done is uh, remember the Linux live uh, CDs. You could throw it in there and it boots it all off the CD. Doesn't do anything sure. to the hard drive, so you can test it. I guess that's the closest to virtualization oh. I've ever been. Well, it, do you did you ever use Windows XP compatibility mode in? Um, well, yeah. In Windows Seven. Yeah. Where it would actually load using Windows 
VM, or maybe I'm thinking of the wrong term. I thought but, it but just it actually, did drivers. It loaded drivers. That well, were you could run something in compatibility, mo- like yeah, like an executable, and say I want to run it as if I'm in a previous version of Windows. But there was also like an ex- actual Windows XP mode, which was Windows VM. It would actually load a version of Windows XP in virtual mode on your Windows 7 machine. And it would actually let you run some of those older apps, and you could even publish mm-hmm. those icons to your desktop. So when you would actually double-click it, it would fire up and a copy of Windows XP in the background and just kind of mm. present the application to you. That's actually that was built in. Yeah, that was cool. But you know what? I I, compl- <laughs> I completely lied. That was cool, to you but guys. that was stupid. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. Yeah. I, 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 I just lied to you guys, and I lied to our listeners, saying I've never used virtualization before. This has got to be virtualization on Ubuntu. I would run Wine and run Windows apps in it. That's virtualization, correct? What's Wine? Uh, Windows is not an emulator, I believe is what it stands for. Or no, Wine is not an emulator, but it's a Windows virtualization. It it lets me run any Windows app in uh, Ubuntu hmm. in Linux. Interesting. Well, reading about that, though, I, I think... Isn't Linux still letting you do that? Because I've been looking at putting that. Oh on. yeah, Wine is still you know any no, version. No, I mean even what you were talking about by booting off the the disk because it seems to me I just was reading about I'm looking at putting Ubuntu on uh, an old laptop I have, and it said that's the first thing they want you to do is make the ISO disk of it and then boot from disk. Oh, you're and, talking uh, about the live CD. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Running from a CD or even this Wine, when I'm looking at what it is as far as translating Windows API calls into other calls on the fly and some other stuff is, it's it's in the same like category as I'm running something else on this thing. But <laughs> true, a true virtualization, I mean, involves something they call a hypervisor. It's just something that manages the virtual. They call them guests. So there's like a host and a guest. It's a very specific technology. So but, where uh, does Jamiroquai come in? Well, it's. Uh, Future. <laughs> so, so what? You, so what you're basically saying is you're running this on that and like this and a... yep, it's like that and like this and like that and yeah. Um, yeah. I I don't. I, I'm been, I've been sitting here trying to who think cares about like, Windows 10 Pro. <laughs> I've been I've been sitting here though. I mean, trying to think over the last 20 years, like the things that have had the most impact on me. I'm kind of with Jason in the sense where well, I got one for you, Dave. If you can't think of one. Yeah, oh, I, I've got lots. Of, I've got lots. You're I can feeding think him of lines now that I enjoy, but <laughs> I'll text I mean, you. as far as like in a professional setting, like like you're talking about, I, I never that never even crossed my mind about stuff in a professional setting. And I'm I'm thinking because I'm sure there's stuff that's different now, and, and obviously a lot of advances, but most of the stuff yeah. that I was coming up with is just selfishly personal type stuff. Well, oh, there's yeah, nothing wrong the, with it. It has the biggest yeah. impact on your personal life. <laughs> yeah. High speed mm-hmm. internet. Yeah. Cell, you know, the smartphones. Absolutely huge, you know. Yeah, um, that that was a game changer. Kind of, I mean, you know, what's weird is when I was thinking about this in my mind, I was checking off like, okay, advances in computer, PC, Mac technology, and smartphones. I'm not even in tablets, that kind of stuff. I'm not even going to count that because it's such an obvious like that's impacted everybody, mm-hmm. and it's unbelievable what a game changer that is. Right. And then it's like, yeah, but you, how do you discount one of the biggest things that you know? <laughs> Yeah, like uh, peanut butter and jelly in the same jar. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Goobers. I still have uh, never tried it. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> well, I'm, now that you guys, I'm going to buy that. That's a Nutella. Let's go with that. That's yeah. Oh, yeah, you I should do. do an unboxing video on it. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of it's that. A, it's a new un- jar opening video. <laughs> jar do opening. it. Total comedy. Guys, like, you guys got to see this. 
I got Smucker's Grape Concord. Who's ready? Oh, I've been waiting on this. <laughs> Let's for a long do time. this. I just, I just um, had some. Uh, my aunt made some homemade grape jelly. Oh, to die what? for. Awesome. Anyways, yeah, that's so, technical. What about digital SLRs? Yeah, and, and I think that was one of the big ones for me because I was trying to think what year it was when I got my first digital SLR, and it it it's been like twelve years ago now, something like that, and that was a big one for me because digital cameras in general Mm because i remember through high school and just out of high school i mean 20 years ago i was uh one year out of high school and so at that time all i had was a a point and shoot film camera that i'd use every now and then not very often and small you know real cheap point and shoot digital cameras eventually but when i got that first digital slr that was pretty mind-blowing for me I mean, it really opened up a whole different world of possibilities. I just fell in love with it. And it's what really, um, I don't want to say turned me into a photographer, but it's what really spurred me on to look at it and learn. And, you know, just that passion ignited. I was like, oh, my gosh, right. this is it. Well, it removes a lot of those barriers of, oh, no, I got to go process some film. Well, and the cost, you know, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think similar to the, what you're talking about from, an you know, as an artist doing photography, You've probably thought, I mean, music too, the, yeah. the, uh, the ability to record digitally. Yeah. Now we, you know, all three of us have some kind of recording software on our computers. The, uh, a hard drive recording device in 1997 was very expensive. They were, right. um, there was, my, my dad was, had a small recording studio and he shelled out huge dollars for, uh, these devices. It's, uh, Fostex Two meg recorders. one probably, right? Well, basically they had, I think they each had like a, um. A 20 gig hard, or no, was it even 20 gigs? Like just a, each of them had a hard drive in it, yeah, maybe 20 gigs at the most. And you could record up to like five songs and multi-track, but it was right. such a specialized like piece of equipment that, you know, nowadays anybody can download Audacity and have high quality recording right, right. there on the spot. And there's, mm-hmm. if you ever watched, I mean, I, I think I saw a video where Skrillex was at a hotel mixing beats on his laptop. Yep. And these are these are the things that come out and get mastered, and he he releases to the masses and makes big bucks. <laughs> yeah, it's just so easy to you know technology in that regard has made it just so much easier right. to record. You don't have to mess around with analog tape. You know, Trent so. Reznor did that. You know, a couple decades ago. Yeah. That's something special. Well, exactly. how long ago was that? That was. Uh, Is that within the twenty year? Well, yeah, I think so. I mean, that was that was the nineties. Pretty Hate Machine came out in the nineties, I'm sure. And yeah, I, I, I forget. Love, I love I forget, that album. Yeah. Was he late nineties or was he more early two? No, he wasn't. He was in the nineties. Yeah. Head like a hole. <laughs> Pretty Hate Machine. as your soul. Pretty Hate Machine came out in '89. Oh Holy dang! Man. I was. <laughs> I'd rather die. You old than guy. Give you control. Is that yep. that song was on that album? Yeah. Yeah, man, I didn't realize that one. was I didn't realize that was out that early. <laughs> so think about this: every time you're you're rocking out to to a head like a hole, someone's like, "Oh, that crazy '80s music." Well, <laughs> I you know I I I listen to a lot of I still love a lot of '90s rock and alternative and that kind of yep. stuff, and I'll I'll listen to these playlists that are put together on places like Spotify, and they're, they're put together by music all these mixtapes he used to make. He just throws it in. Yeah, in a while. <laughs> I mean I'll, I'll pull them up, but there's a lot of songs that. I always just assumed, yeah, that sounds like it's from the 90s, but I bet you there's quite a few that were that late 80s, you know, 88, 89, and I yep, never even started realized it. it. Over. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's that's pretty progressive from 1980s. Ooh, yeah. progressive rock. Yeah. I mean, when I think 80s, I was thinking I'm still of the soup. thinking... Progresso? Yeah. 
I, I when I when I think eighties, I'm still thinking of stuff like Poison and you know <laughs> Metallica started making it big, but they didn't really push till the early nineties. The Cars, but, yeah, that kind of stuff. Poison. You know, the MTV generation. <laughs> you know, the Cure. Yeah, Bell, <laughs> Bell <Biff Duvall> <laughs> Weren't they uh, Poison? Wasn't that their one of their? I didn't big really hits? care for Bella Devoe, yeah. but Biv, he was awesome. <laughs> oh, what was their other <laughs> other song? Oh man, I, I want to say they had that. Yeah, they had Poison, and then I remember because Alice Cooper had a song called Poison as well that was out not too far apart, and I always thought it was funny they had the same name but two very different songs. <laughs> That's pretty funny when yeah. you have to go. Hey, what was their other song? <laughs> oh, it yeah, was, it was well. it was Doomy. Oh, oh yeah, Doomy. <laughs> hey, I challenge you guys to this. You guys to tell diss? me another. Yeah, to diss. <laughs> you tell me one other song. Do not Google this. Okay. Tell me one other song by Chumbawamba. Oh, I can't, don't know. I can't, can't stand. I can't exactly. stand the one that's overplayed. Anyways, <laughs> I, that's one I never did like that song. I, I've got to say, I hate. You know who that likes song. it though? Drunk people in bars. Yeah, even then. And also, we enjoyed it at the beginning of this podcast, too. Remember, Adam? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, sometimes I get knocked down, but I get up again. (laughs) Nobody going to keep me down. (laughs) I I just, from the first time I heard it, and even the times when when I still used to go out and party and stuff when I was in my early 20s, that would come on, and I I was heading for the door. I hated that song. Not my not my type of type of song for whatever reason. It just grated on me. I hated the way it sounded, but. Well, since we're talking about songs here, and we're talking about the you know the greatest advances in tech in the last twenty years. Yep, that was my number one, and my list that I had was digital media. Yeah, oh, they're gonna say tub music, thumping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> music is a you know of course encompassed in that, and today we can in our cell phone, even just if we're gonna have a physical copy of it, we can have every album we've ever owned on our phone. Right. But we can go one step further and we don't have to have a single album on this because we can stream everything. That's right? what I do. Everything everything's completely available to you. You got Pandora, you yep. got Spotify, you got Deezer, you got Deezer, you got Dazzer, you know, you, you got Deez. Gotta... <laughs> <laughs> these butts. <laughs> the, the... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think another big game changer now that you mentioned the streaming music, um <laughs> the the high-speed cellular networks. I mean, think about back in the 3G days where it was like, I can kind of web browse if I need to and get GPS. (laughs) But now with 4G LTE and with the potential of the 5G coming up that we've talked about in previous episodes, I mean, you've got high speed right there, too. So LTE uh, LTE is just amazing. I mean, I I literally on my phone now, it's it's not as fast as my home, but it's as fast as my home was five years ago right yeah mine, right. mine's yeah. faster than my home one i've well, got a 20 yeah, meg connection at home and verizon can pop around 30 i think hmm. that's sweet i get about 50 down here but you know we, we ain't gonna <laughs> yeah, but, right. maybe, what maybe, are these cells eight by eight ours are nine by nine nobody <laughs> <laughs> well Name what the about movie. this I, I I don't even know, dude. Super I'm sorry. Troopers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, one of the worst I, movies ever a, made. But go there's ahead. There's a sequel to that. They just announced not long. I, I swear. I they, think we they, talked about that last. Time. We did. Was it was it Super Troopers we talked about? Yeah, that, yeah. That's coming. Because yeah. Jason mentioned it yeah. sucked. Then I think you might. have Because mentioned I literally couldn't even get through half of it before I had to stop it. And Adam's like, "You gotta go back and watch it, dude." Loser. Yeah. Jason's a movie snob. He can uh, watch. Yeah. He can watch Jerusalem, but he can't handle. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> hey, I've always been a horror movie buff. True. That that that's all right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Do I look like a cat? 
jumping around all nimbly bimbly. But I do have a question. Uh, have you noticed how many zombie comedy movies are coming out of the UK? No, I have no. not. You remember Shaun of the Dead? Yep, yep. And uh, the, uh, there's some other ones here, but there was just a new trailer for a new zombie uh, movie where, I mean, it's, it basically follows the same format as Zombie Apocalypse Breaks Out, and people are, you know, some of them are acting clueless in the group, and they they think it's all funny. I mean, it, it, British British people, they they just they like their uh, comedy horror, uh, comedy zombie movies. Well, you named one, and then... <laughs> okay, 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 okay. And then fine. hinted at a trailer. Well, we, well you're trying <laughs> to save I think there were some other ones. Yeah, well, you're trying to save face and look that up. I mean, we've all been gaming since we were young. <laughs> we were young kids, right? But yep. in the last 20 years, what what has been one of or or a couple of those big moments with gaming that's really uh really shook things up for you? Hmm. I think for me it was when I got my first, uh, the original Xbox. Um, coming from, I had the Dreamcast before that, and prior to that, I think with just the PS One. Loved the systems; they were a lot of fun. But when I got that first Xbox and picked up Halo and Madden Football, Halo was just a mind blower at that time. Oh yeah, I mean, Halo just was good. so different because I was used to you know those first person shooters. You're thinking, even on the PS One, I'm trying to think. What, if anything, what the big first person shooters were, Medal of Honor, um, you know, some of that kind of stuff, which were war driven, but the graphics, the the sound, and, the, and just everything, the whole feeling sure. of it just together just really was like, holy cow, gaming is, you know, really something different now. It, it really kind of changed the way I looked at a lot of that. I think the, the first time I ever did a multiplayer, I it was a modem to modem direct dial in between we, me and one of my friends on. Um, in college and we were playing duke nukem oh sure sure and you know we, we actually would battle each other in some of these boards and then when unreal tournament came out that's when you started losing sleep because yeah. was and plus we ended up having a higher speed network so now all of a sudden we've got <laughs> you know 12 of us playing right. first person shooters all night it's like oh we can skip the first class tomorrow morning right well jason i don't know do you remember when we were back uh at that other place i won't name the name of it where we worked um the the one supervisor we had he was big into gaming and, and stuff too but we would work the the evening and night shift a lot and i don't remember if it was unreal tournament or what it was one of one of those types of games though and we <laughs> he had the the access codes to be able to administrator privileges and he installed right on the server um through this main i mean we were a tech support company is what we were mm -hmm. phone tech support through their main server in the office in the evening he had installed and he'd flip on and we'd all be sitting there taking calls but playing like Unreal Tournament 2 or something like that for an eight-hour shift. I mean, yep. it, it was so much fun. There was like 15 of us or something like that awesome. on the, this team. But I think he got fired for it eventually. I mean, rightfully so, but <laughs> well, it was fun for us. Let me name my biggest gaming moment. Before you do Pardon that, me a second. I just <laughs> want to add that I found six zombie comedy films from uh, – Great Britain. So, I mean, okay. you're vindicated. Well, yeah, Cockneys versus Zombies was another one. But there's a brand new one. I just seen the trailer, and hmm. I, I'm not finding it here. Uh, and it's hmm. it's really uh, shicking me off. <laughs> Pride and shicking. Prejudice and Zombies? Yeah. No, not that one. But, yeah, I've seen that one. I didn't uh -huh. see it, but I read the book. Well, three quarters of the book. I couldn't finish it. It got boring. Ten four. Ten four. 
I can't find so it. But anyway, anyway going into my, gaming. My video game, it, it has to be the N64. Why? Not only was it a, a, a huge upgrade in graphics over the uh, 16-bit systems, but it brought that four-player playability. Yeah. That was awesome. Oh, I yeah. Mean, I, I loved it more than anything. More than life itself. More than, you know, more than, more than a good morning dump. Okay. <laughs> and you know how good a morning dump is. Uh, I'm going to dump all over your theory, though. I'm sorry to tell you, N64, not within our 20-year span. Oh, it isn't? What, when was it released? 21 years. <laughs> it was released June 23rd, 1996. You, you didn't say it had to be released at in, that, but it was still <laughs> in full life in that 20 years. That was me just dumping on your idea. <laughs> <laughs> what about, though, when, when the rise of like the... Um, EverQuest, World of Warcraft, a lot of those came too. That was another big mm-hmm. change in, yep. in gaming for me. Where MMO, yep, RPGs. I, I, I quit playing console games for a long time because yeah, of because games of like that. You know, now EverQuest One. Oh my goodness, that took a decade of my life, and I'll never get it back. <laughs> I literally because I did this in my twenties. I were have, you that young in your yeah when you first started hanging I out? In, I was in my twenties. Well, yeah. I mean, when did I meet you? I don't know. I didn't turn 30 until... You turned 29 first. 2001. Okay, yeah. So I knew you in my 20s. Just at uh, the tail end there, yeah. 98 is when we met, yeah. EverQuest 1 is the only MMORPG, I love saying that, <laughs> where I actually did marathon gaming sessions. And I've right. never done marathon gaming sessions with anything else short of N64 with a bunch of you guys just hanging out right. having fun. But I, I remember doing over 12 hours straight on EverQuest 1. Ugh. And in uh, wow. a blue buy because that game, you know, anybody, any of our listeners, if you've ever played this game, you know how on World of Warcraft this game is. You literally, when you're forming groups, you're on different parts of the continent, and it would literally, yeah. t- or different continents either, you would have to get there. This was pre-Plane of Power expansion where you had no warp ability short of a druid um, taking this you someplace. This getting nerdy. Go on. Yeah, very nerdy. <laughs> but with a Plane of Power, no then plane you- No Plane of Portability you, you, without the, the portal of justice. <laughs> you, you, you could uh, you know port from town to town. But prior to that, you'd, you'd literally get on a boat, you'd ride the boat, you would then run I'm on a boat. Z- zone by zone. It could, it could take. take good look at me. Go ahead, go ahead, Jason. Sorry. Hey, I am not even kidding here. Getting a group together before has taken well over four hours of some of us that were waiting for others sitting there just chatting, typing, doing other things for four hours. No, I know what. Now I know why I never got into that game. <laughs> I would say I did a lot with my life back then. Yeah, I mean, I, I used to play a lot of uh, Dark Age and a lot of World of Warcraft. At, yep, Dark Age was your first, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. And that, that was a great game. Yeah, I mean, that fun. that's another game where, you know, you still had to travel from area to area. You couldn't really fast travel, if I remember. No. But you did... They did have in different towns you could rent a horse. Remember, you just jump <laughs> yeah. on it. You couldn't control it. It was like, I'm on a trolley, and it's taking me, but it's yeah. horse going. Yeah, and they made you watch as you ran for like <laughs> a half hour straight. Yeah. Okay, well, one more one more technology here I just thought of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we're talking about games. What are you doing? <laughs> Last 20 years, huge game changer, social media. Yeah. As far yes, as but web for the technology. better or for the worse? Oh, you be the judge. 
Yeah, this a could, little, little you bit know, of both, we could guys. do a whole show talking about uh, social media. We probably should. <laughs> and, and I we think should, we did. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. have before. I, I uh, didn't we talk well, about social media, like our favorite social media? We did, and we kind of just gave a brief overview of what we used. And it was kind of, I think it was back in the episode when we talked about, like, favorite apps and most used apps and stuff like that. But um, definitely, I mean, that, that's an interesting, interesting thing because social media definitely has got some major ups and some major downs i mean oh yeah but what a game changer i mean it, it killed things for local bands i know that yep. well in I, some ways. and it also and it literally changed, kills too it, it's, yeah. yeah it's changed lives and it's it changes the way people behave now yep you know there it's it's wild the impact it can have so yeah that yeah. might be a dedicated episode in itself yeah the listeners thing, if you want to hear mm-hmm. us dive in or, or share thoughts let us know and we'll put something together there probably so Definitely. And I just want to share this one last thought because you're talking about kills and stuff. And I made that little joke that literally. Yeah. Um, such a sad, sad thing that's going on in our society now with all right. the social media stuff is all the teenage suicides because yep. of this. I am terrified oh, I of know. my daughters ever getting on any type of social media. And I'll tell you, my nine-year-old begs me constantly, can I please get Instagram? Can I please get Facebook? Yeah. Because all of her friends do it. It's the right. last thing I right. want to do. Bullying is horrible. We all, you know, experienced bullying. Dave was probably the bully in high school, but Adam and I got I bullied wasn't. in high school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it, it it was horrible when it was on school property. Now right. these kids are getting bullied outside yeah, of school. 24-7. They can't get away from it. Yep. And there, all it takes is one cruel person start to post nasty stuff or rumors. Yeah. And it spreads around. It's just nasty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's... I mean, I... Uh, I'm like, yeah, I'm sure you two are the same as we just want to keep our kids away from social media as long as we possibly can. Yep. Mm-hmm. That, t- that team. So you can follow my daughter on Facebook here. <laughs> <laughs> she's got a huge Instagram account. Yeah. She's got 74,000 subscribers. <laughs> well, and that's one of those things. Well, we'll save it for that show. But I was going to say that's one of those things where look how much it's social media has impacted you just just ourselves in terms of you you know we do this show and how often do we look and see okay did anybody like that thing we posted up you know we share a story on facebook or <laughs> nobody likes you know, me. A, put a, a, we do a video or something and you, you catch yourself just like looking at it like just checking just to see like oh, i wonder if anyone's watched this yet or i wonder if yeah, anyone's we want to know yeah and it's just like you can't stop yourself sometimes it's ridiculous but luckily for us we have, uh, you know, well, I guess I was gonna say mature brains, but you know, sometimes we don't. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. They've listened to us; <laughs> they know we're not. Have you, have you but heard with the, the first part of this show? <laughs> oh man! But with adolescence, I mean, they're still, yeah. you know, their brains are still developing. Their 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 psyche, their you know, their image, their self uh, worth is still being developed. Right, and right. This yeah. is well, very and detrimental. A, you're right, and they have a completely different view on what's important in life. You know, and. Yep. As far as the impact and peer pressure yeah. stuff is like an all-time high when you're that age. So yep. not that yep. it's not when you're an adult too, but no. But Adam, different. you call yeah. me a fat piece of crap, and I don't take it seriously. Well, we call it a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to take it seriously because you know the truth. You're a thin piece of crap. <laughs> I I outweigh you now. Wasn't that way when I was 16? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> All right, but yeah, we're definitely we're we're gonna uh, revisit this in a future episode, maybe even dedicate a yeah, whole episode to it because it is an important. Topic. I, I agree. Yeah. I think it's something good to good to talk about. A little different than our normal normal uh, banter and, and stuff like that, yeah. but I think it's something good, and there's going to be some good discussion on it. But you know, speaking of weight, 
What about the rise of stuff like Fitbit and uh, Apple Watch? You know, all, all the fitness wearable trackers, all that kind of stuff. That's and been the, huge. And the XL Big Mac. Well, <laughs> you can now the use the McDonald's app. <laughs> you okay. can now use the McDonald's app hey. to get discounts and deals and all the latest and greatest. Nutritional hey, information. I, I yeah. have to. I have to say one thing. I got to share this. This one thing. I have. I have a uh, server at work, and uh, she has a Fitbit on, and she talks about how many steps she takes and all this kind of stuff all the time. And uh, she's she's not. Uh, you know, uh, you wouldn't classify her as fat, but you would cl- uh, not classify her as you know fit either. She's you know in the middle ground, like a lot of people. Probably are. just a normal, healthy person. Yeah, probably. Uh, may- maybe five pounds heavy, ten pounds yeah, heavy at I the mean, most. That's, that's nothing. Um, but you know, she's trying to work on it. She wants to lose some sure. weight and stuff. But she has a she has a Fitbit on. She's always tracking it and stuff. Well, one day I was walking by her and uh, she, uh, you know, she had her Fitbit hand up, devouring a cheeseburger. And I go, that kind of defeats the purpose there, doesn't it? <laughs> well, <laughs> and hopefully it, she's not listening in. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> a, as with anything, oh, she's not listening. Don't worry. <laughs> well, as with anything, no, I've got fitness. this real fat server. <laughs> I just, burgers. I just love how we've got in our in our window here Adam's warning Jason this whole time like easy dude don't don't get yourself in trouble <laughs> that's awesome I mean as with anything though fitness related no matter how hard you you push yourself and work out and everything else you've got to have that other side too the diet nutrition and mm-hmm. not saying go on a diet just saying you've got to eat well I mean it, it all goes hand in hand but when I was, you know, you think back to, I mean, when you're in late high school, college age, you know, early 20s even, when you wanted to get in shape and work out, you know, if you wanted to keep track of something, you had one option, and that was a pen and a paper. Maybe on a computer you'd have some kind of spreadsheet or something. I would because really I was a nerd. To. But Yeah, but for the most part, you'd keep track. I remember that was back when I was still playing football and lifting and doing all that. I had notebooks that I would just fill, and every workout was documented, how many reps I did, what weights, how many Jeez. sets I did, because I was trying to, you know, I was playing Cops ball. Cops much? Well, I was playing college football, and I was doing, you know, trying to, to do some specific things and working with our athletic trainers at the college, and, you know, you, you had to keep track of it. I, I wrote down and kept track of everything I ate, you know, how many calories sure. what kinds of proteins everything now you go on your app and you grab your smartphone if you're going to grab a string cheese from the gas station you you pull the app up scan the barcode it adds all the nutritional information right there you've got calorie counters everything done and, and it just boom done so there's it's a new so tech another more. new technology to add to the list is yeah. fitness tracking now yep. this also highlights something that's dear to my heart i think that mm. burgers are Food, delicious yes. Yes, burgers are delicious. And also, I'm into fitness. I'm into fitness whole burger in my mouth. <laughs> you know, I wonder how many steps she got while she was eating that burger. You know, the hand keep going up and down. Well, most of the time, they, they are better at, at tracking. Like, you can trick it by really moving your, your hand, but usually it's got to have some sort of jarring motion. You know, it's... Yeah. How come all these high school boys have walked five million miles? <laughs> well, just make them switch wrists. Well, I was going to say my wife gets, uh, uh, you know, must have some really crazy hand movements at night because she literally gets a ton of steps while she sleeps. <laughs> Does she really? Uh, that, and that's why I don't trust those. Do you feel sore in the morning? Yeah. And weird. <laughs> oh, she's she, she's punched me before. She's rolled over and smacked me. Yep, that's what gets you those steps. 
man. And I'm sorry, everyone, for the inappropriateness. Yep. Yeah, in so I'm telling Jason not to get in trouble, and then there I go. Sorry, yeah. Patty. Speaking about, of going dark, I yeah. was going to say, hey, what about a, a tower that might be dark? <laughs> what yeah, about yeah. dark? Yeah. Dark yeah, tower. Opposite. You guys watched the trailer last week? I watched uh, the trailer. Six times. Six I have, times I've never read the book. I have no idea what it's about. The trailer looked kind of cool, but yeah. nothing too crazy. I, I didn't get too excited. Oh, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> excited, but... I'm, I'm a huge fan of the book series, as we already talked about. But my mm-hmm. first watch on this, I looked at it and was like, what the serious F? Because it, <laughs> it seemed like it was not following the story. Like, stuff was happening, and I was like, well, this looks like a cool movie, but, man, it looks like they're really taking some liberties with this story. And so... The, so <laughs> the only thing they kept was a dark tower? Well, no, the characters are there, and, and they've got... It's like the, World War Z. There's, like, well, nothing from the book. No, and it's... it's At first, I was like, what is going on? I watched it once, watched it again. I'm like, maybe I missed something. What is this? You know, and I was kind of getting a little irritated about it, and then I, I sent a message over to a good friend of mine. Uh, oh, yeah, and I responded uh, <laughs> No, I had sent a message to a friend of mine, uh, Brian Manier. He's a huge fan of the the books and in oh movies. don't mention the cops are looking for him, dude. No, <laughs> he's a cool dude, man. But um, <laughs> he 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 pointed something out to me that I had missed all this time is that this movie is not actually retelling the story in the books exactly. It is kind of like a a sequel to the whole book series, if you want to think of it that really? way. Really? And it's kind of brilliant. And, and I mean, Adam, you haven't read it. I don't know if you're planning on it, but it might spoil something for you if you haven't. But I can I can tell you more about what that means there. But hmm. um, do you want me to so, – do, do you care if I spoil it? Or you no, go right it? ahead. Go okay. right ahead. He ain't going to read it. Okay. Well, in, I don't in read the, good. In the Dark Tower <laughs> series, there's this big, massive – I mean, it's a, it's a big, epic series – and in the end, he finally gets to the Dark Tower. And when he gets there, basically he finds out that the whole it's thing... It's a 7-Eleven. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it starts over. Like, he gets there, and the whole event, the thing that he's been chasing, what he thinks is his whole life, is essentially just a, a, an endless loop. And he finishes, and then it starts right back where the book starts again. So and his- for all of our <laughs> listeners, um, if you want to skip the last two minutes of this and go right ahead, <laughs> yeah, not true. Spoiled. Well, spoiler you know, alert, the book alert. series has been out for we, how many years? It, that's could, been more uh, than ten. We can years. cut in a spoiler months. alert sound clip. Yep, we can do that if you want. But in my opinion, it's been out this many years. If you didn't know that already, well. That's Bruce Willis was jerk. dead the whole time. Yeah. But no, the reason what <laughs> <laughs> that's true. The Darth reason Vader is, is your Luke father. Skywalker. <laughs> oh, we won't let it. <laughs> the Titanic sank at the end. Um, the reason Jack I bring really it up, did though, let go. The Japanese <laughs> yeah. attacked Pearl Harbor. <laughs> No, the reason I bring it up though is that Dumbledore dies. <laughs> this movie basically is Debbie start... does Dal. Oh man, let's we're not, not going to let there. Dave talk. Just no, keep interrupting this... him with movie spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> this movie picks up where the books end. The gorillas were in the mist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it, but the whole thing just restarts, and so they have that creative liberty. To be able to keep the characters, keep a lot of stuff familiar because they know the loop is going to start all over again. And that's when this movie series is going to pick up and go from. So once I knew that, I watched it a couple more times, and, and I'm in. I can't wait for this movie because 
I think it's going to give them enough uh, liberty to change things and make it movie-friendly compared to the books, but also give them that pass so that if it's not exactly like it was in the books, mm-hmm. no one can be mad about it because this is a story that isn't the book itself. It's based on that story but picks up after the, the series and the book. So, so this is considered a Dark Tower story. Exactly, yep. Like uh, Star Wars did. so basically it's star wars all right yes yeah no i'm excited the dark tower looks good now there was another new trailer that just dropped what yesterday which would have been is it also by stephen king also by stephen holy crap i told you stephen Stephen, yeah stephen (laughs) king's having a huge year this year the new extended it trailer came out so what do you guys think of that it's gonna be huge the jaunt (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's a lot of stephen king action going on here yeah the new it trailers out pennywise yep. you got to see a little more of him he looks pretty equally creepy as he did in the first trailer i think yep. not um, quite as creepy because they didn't barely featured him yeah a little a little but, more uh hidden dark and ominous yep. i guess a lot and, more a lot more swearing by the kids in this trailer which kind of <laughs> yeah. echoes what it really would have been mm-hmm <laughs> Well, this really brought me back to, and I mentioned it to you guys earlier, it was a Stand By Me. I really had that Stand right. By Me feeling. Well, and that's a, that's the a cool thing that I liked about this trailer was the first one, I didn't get that feeling. Who wrote of, Stand By Me? Uh, also, Mr. God, King. That, that John so Stamos. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? Jesse. Am I wrong there? Yeah. <laughs> He just he, he was in the news recently. I don't know if you saw oh. that. You know he uh, <laughs> John Stamos. <laughs> yeah, this one's kind of funny though. John Stamos he he goes in on tour with the Beach Boys and he'll play guitar and drum and sing and help them out on stage and stuff. <laughs> and in a recent show, um, he said he was up there dancing away doing his thing. I, I forget what he was doing, but. He said all of a sudden he felt a, a bit of a breeze and he couldn't figure out what was going on. And here he oh boy. totally split his pants in front of a big crowd. <laughs> but oh. yeah. No, the, the It trailer, though, I think it did a really good job of capturing the kind of that feeling of being back in, in the 50s or 60s. And, you know, as you know, those kids would have back then. The look of it, the tone of it, everything just seemed a little more, um, what would you say, period piece set. So set it's got the, the right tone. Yeah. In the first trailer, I didn't get that as much. I mean, yeah, I thought that, it yeah. Well, good, they didn't but... really let him talk too much. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Is, I, does Pennywise have a huge noggin, or what's the deal here? Yeah, that is weird. Uh, it, may, it might just be the way they filmed it, but yeah, I thought the same thing too. Well, who's <laughs> playing him again? Is that it's, Cumberbatch? It's not Tim Curry this time. No, it's not Benedict Cumberbatch, though, is it? No, no. no. Oh, I think it's Arnold. It was. It was a bigger <laughs> name though. That was. <laughs> Wasn't it a fairly big name actor that was that was okay, playing Okay, well, let's him. look it up. Looking it up right now on the IMDb. But yeah, I, I thought it looked good. That scene where he's w- there with all that big pillar of balloons, that triangle of balloons, and then he just Bill Skarsgård. Oh, Skarsgård. Yeah, okay, okay. You might know him from Allegiant and Simon and the Oaks, which I don't know him from any of these. I, I recognize him from the Allegiant. Okay, series. before we go any farther here, uh, when I Googled who was playing Pennywise... Uh, Google results over here. It does show, uh, you know, it's created by Stephen King movie. It played by Tim Curry, comma Bill Skargard. Right below it, it says people also search for when they're searching for this. They also search for um, Freddy Krueger, hmm. Pinhead, yeah, Ronald McDonald. 
I'm rubbing it. I love it. Oh, Ronald McDonald. That was making at first. I'm thinking, ah, oh, I gotta go rewatch some good horror, classic horror flicks, and then Ronald you McDonald comes in. Magic. Well, he's pretty. He's pretty scary. He's like, yeah, always, will be he's always trying to get your kids to you. come over, gives them some burgers and nuggets, and has them sit on his lap. He yeah. kind of is almost a Pennywise himself. I mean, yeah, clearly just a clown. But when you really look at him, he's. Kinda, I knew he was you know, eyeing up my nuggets when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah, did that dude ever get his free nuggets from Wendy's? You've heard that story, right? Uh, on Twitter, uh, no, I, don't, I don't think I've heard that one. No. Oh, he he's he went he he sent Wendy's a message to see um what it would take to get I forget if it was like free nuggets for life or free nuggets for a year or something like that, and I think it was Wendy's or was it McDonald's? I forget, but. They wrote back Burger think, King, maybe. Maybe I forget who it was, but they wrote back and and said, "Oh, we need you to hit uh, ten million retweets or something like that." Tongue in cheek. Well, he decided to do it. He he wrote back and said, "Challenge accepted, done." And he's been out, and it's been going all over. I've been seeing it retweeted and shared by you know big TV show cast, you know all these people, and they're saying he's going to be close to getting this crazy number of retweets, but. I don't know, not important because I, I just thought of it when you said the nuggets, but <laughs> not important. I just thought well, I'd talk about, about some chicken nuggets. <laughs> he needs 18 million retweets for a year's supply of nuggets. Yeah. Talk about social media making a difference. He says, yep. consider it done. It's been, let me see. <laughs> let me click on his account and see he's where he's getting at up it. there. See, sometimes social media could be used for good. Oh, yep. He's got 3.4 million retweets. He's yeah. got a ways wow. to go. He does, but it's like, <laughs> that's, I, I bet you. This is hilarious. If, if it keeps going, I mean, it's such a stupid thing, but this dude's got to get his nugs. That's what his, people that's keep what saying. His tweet says, help me, please. A man needs his nugs. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> his nugs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it's, I'm excited, though, for both these both these Stephen King movies coming out. I think How did we get good. on chicken nuggets? <laughs> to, uh, Ronald, Ronald McDonald. McDonald. <laughs> Pennywise. <laughs> we can derail so fast. Down here, know. you can have a float, too. Yeah. <laughs> They're not floats anymore. They're well, just McFlurries. Well, here's another. Let's throw this in here. Since this has become the Stephen King, uh, you know, uh, minute. King or whatever, cast. Or yeah. Hour. King cast, yeah. Uh, the Mist is becoming a TV series. The Mist. That was... I loved that movie. The, I loved the book more because it was, you know. Did that take place in an airport mostly, or a small town, or something? It was right. Lighthouse. It was. Yeah. It was. It took place in a. Uh, well, the movie, the original movie, took place mostly in a grocery store. Oh yeah. Okay. Right. I, remember, I just remember right. the big glass windows. Yeah. Yeah. And the movie was one of the few that Stephen King said, "Oh, I wish I would have come up with that ending." Yeah, because it was so depressing. It was so yeah. dark. Yeah, just seconds before being saved. Hey, spoiler alert. Yeah, we won't. How even old say was it. the movie? Oh, it was that it was, was the mid two thousands. Oh, was yeah. it two thousands? Yeah. Serial? I mean, that's still probably more than ten years old. Oh yeah. Do we really have to give a spoiler warning? When it, I mean, I could tell you guys what <laughs> no. happened on Guardians of the Galaxy two. <laughs> and that would maybe be a need to spoil. Yeah, don't do warning. that one. And just so you guys know, I just retweeted to help this guy get his nugs. Yeah, nice, nice, get awesome. Nugs. Hey, no, you hear I, that, Carter Wilkerson? You're welcome. Yeah, do it. But yeah, I'm definitely excited for the Miss TV series too. Yeah, that's I pretty love that. cool. He's got he's got a lot of stuff. Hey, you all got of a sudden kinda... too. All of a sudden, all these uh, 
A couple of remakes, yep. and then uh, finally well, didn't his he big have series. his book, The Cell? Didn't they also do some sort of TV series, you know, made for TV uh, movie? I don't know about that. They did Under the Dome, but that sucked. Oh, yeah, and it, you feel God. bad for him because he's got so many stories that you think would be just amazing movies. Well, they and can't then, all be winners. No, but it, you feel like it, it just feels like so many times when his movies get adapted, mm-hmm. they're either awesome like it or carrie or some of those but then there's that stretch in the middle where it seemed like everything that they adapted of his it's like turned to crap <laughs> yeah a lot of it did yeah, yeah just horrible well well you know i might be uh, you know uh you know really stretching it here uh, i might be grasping for straws but i i bet you stephen king is not hurting for money uh probably, probably not. not jinx <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't talk anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, gentlemen, dude, uh, we have a couple of cool uh, sites we wanted to talk about this week. I know yeah. one of you guys was talking about some. Yeah, I had found a couple things just to touch on real quick. Um, the first up was we had talked, uh, I don't know if that was on air or if it was before we started recording. We were talking about recording devices and the Zoom company came up. And they've got a fairly new device out there, it looks like, called the Zoom Q2N, as in Nancy. And basically what this is, it's geared towards uh, musicians to help them record live video and audio of their performances. It's just this really small little device. It's got a a full HD camera and it shoots at both 24 and 30 frames per second. So you're going to get that nice, um, smooth looking video, a ton of different, um, what would you call it? Like lighting profiles in it. So it can handle concert lighting. It's made to handle these kind of crazy situations. That, that often happen on stages and dim rooms and stuff like that. And it's also got some pretty, according to what they're saying here, pretty uh, awesome mics in it that are made to withstand the loud volumes that are in a live music situation without getting distorted as well. Yeah, when, these things can go yeah, just right on a mic stand or wherever you want to put them and capture a real wide angle of view. It's tiny. I, I clicked on the link to, to read yeah. a little bit about this. And it also, not only is it tiny... But yeah. it has it has dual microphones in it, and yep. it says X Y microphones, and what that means is that these are on an axis, pointed, yep. you know, in an X formation. So you're actually right. going to be able to record in stereo. Yep. And some of the videos they have on here, um, you know, they're they're just hammering on the drums. It's Dave right. Weckl. Yep. And Dave Weckl, Steve Gadd. And this this thing, it looks like a pretty amazing little device. Yeah. I think for music, that's one of the big problems with you know cell phone recorded video at concerts. Right. There's so much sound. You know, from yep. the subs and everything, you're just hearing this. Yeah, it just really distorts it. And then it, you know, most of the time, I can't, uh, normal, I shouldn't say normal cameras, but like if you're shooting on your iPhone or things like that, even a lot of, you know, digital cameras, they have a hard time being able to adjust quickly to those lighting conditions because there'll be lights moving all over and doing all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it seems like from what they're saying, these things are made to help, you know, help you in those situations they've got a bunch of different lighting profiles you can switch to or set it to auto and it'll automatically do it for you yeah they, one they, thing they, i'm interested in with this they said that another um use for this that they're really pushing right now is as a essentially a webcam replacement for people that are doing hmm. like the facebook live and youtube oh, sure. live and all that kind of stuff um because it's got excellent audio and video built in. Now, the coolest part about it, though, did you see the price tag on it? No. It's not much. It's like, I forget if it was $149, 189 really? something like that. I, yeah, they weren't real expensive at all. 
Well, that's not, not the coolest bad. thing about it. It, it. it it look at the specs there. It says it has a triple zoom, yep. and it actually has two mics, not just one. That's on, what he just said, goof. On extended <laughs> arms. What? They're they're the X Y mic. No, it's well, it's a zoom a zoom zoom and a boom boom. <laughs> That, you worked oh, for that one. That one. That oh was, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> Kudos. Like, where's that. he going with this? I yeah, was ready to just start is, arguing with you. Like, what this are thing you is talking a, about? It, this is 160 bucks on Amazon right now. Yeah, they're they're that, not real real expensive. I know. I was thinking about it because I've got some gigs coming up for the band mm. and thinking I should maybe pick up one of these just just to play with it. You know. And, There's another cool thing I read on here just as I'm looking through the features list. Um, mm-hmm. You can disable the camera and just straight up record audio with it. Yeah. So if you decide to take it with you know, to a show and you just want to capture the audio, right. there you go. Now, it has four out of five stars mm-hmm. on Amazon's reviews. And so there's some people that have, are pointing out that it's a little grainy and this and that. Yeah. But, you think do have about to have the good conditions you're shooting. Well, that's because yeah. they activated the grain filter. Idiots. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, anytime you're going to be, yeah. I mean, when you're shooting in in an environment Grains. with <laughs> in an environment <laughs> with that low, um, real contrasty light, dim room stuff like that, it's you know it's got to be ramping up the ISO. And, and like we said yep. before, it's going to make that video kind of grainy, pixelated a little bit, maybe. And possibly a little softer, but to be able to do just some fun stuff for you know, especially I, I don't think you're gonna see real like big bands. A Metallica is not gonna use something like this. They've got camera crews that are gonna. Oh, do they that took for it them. for it. Yeah, but I, I think about you know small, <laughs> smaller <Jeez>. bands, <laughs> so, smaller bands like even my own where you know we play just local bars and places. Smaller like bands that. like the Stones. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, but, up and comers. Maybe you've heard of Depeche Mode. <laughs> uh, I think you're right, Dave. This really this has some of those applications. I would I would love to have one of these. This is yeah, great, and they're not big. What would you say? Roughly the size. I mean, a hockey puck, baseball. Yeah, yeah that's a. Something like that I'd size. Not, it's not bad. Something kind of cool to I'd check say out. An athletic fun. protector. Yeah. Um, yeah. This, so this record, you can have up to 128 gig um, SD card in here. Yep. It's got a three megapixel image sensor in there, so it's not you know a super super high end, but it'll right. still do 1080p at 30 frames per second or 24 frames yep. per second. And 24 um, is where you're gonna get. That's that's the frame rate that you normally see in actual cinema movies. Right. Uh, I only 30 frames in per second. Well, 30 frames per second is where you usually see television recorded at. Interesting. So that's the difference there. 100 frames per second, then I split it 50 per eye. Perfect. <laughs> that's this only records to MOV, like QuickTime yep. format. However, that's still a good format. And, I thought it know. had M- MPEG-4, too. Uh, I could be wrong on that. Well, but. it's MPEG. The, that's the uh, the codec there, MPEG-4, AVC, H24, MOV. Okay. That's the container. Gotcha. Gotcha. The code so, yeah, and container. Kind of cool. But <laughs> wave file for audio, which is really really good to see because that means you're not getting compressed audio where you're losing right. quality. It's got a low cut filter built in. Mm-hmm. It's got two microphones. <laughs> <laughs> it's got it doesn't come with how many turntables st- maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did no, i just, stop on it <laughs> just one microphone and two turn no it's got to be yeah. your turntable it also has an additional like mini jack for stereo input connector this is a good yeah. find dave i'm actually pretty impressed with this i might yeah, put this, this on my is... christmas wish list here yeah that's what i'm thinking <laughs> the other thing <laughs> I, I found i wanted to share my i just happened to see it this afternoon if you guys like 
um, time lapse videos. Nah, I this, they're, adore time lapse videos. <laughs> well, if they're done, I like well, the slow mo ones. Well, these <laughs> this one you need to check out. This guy has two different ones, but he just released one. I believe it's called Spring. Um, it's a time lapse from a filmmaker named Jamie Scott. Now, this was shared over on the F Stoppers uh, photography website where they were talking about it, and they kind of gave you the rundown and some behind the scenes stuff of what went into making this video because it's pretty amazing. And basically, to do this one video, which I think is like three minutes long, roughly somewhere in there, he had to work for three years um, shooting these real elaborate time lapses, really controlled lighting situations and all this. And when you watch the video, you'll see he'll go from the time lapses of these flowers blooming and blossoming is what the whole thing is about. But he does it in a mix of from in a controlled environment in his home or studio and merges it seamlessly out to like uh, Central Park or, you know, different places like that. And inside, outside, changes camera angles, and it is so seamless. It is, it's just ridiculous. But just something, awesome. something cool to check out and watch if you're into that kind of thing. So, all right. So, do we have any words of wisdom or any cool, quirky jokes or anything fun to the well, uh, for this one? I do have a uh, a quick one here. But before we do that, um, one one for the music fans. That's all right. We'll we'll give you the the joke, which I'll give you fair warning. Because of last week when we were joking about dad jokes, I'm in full-on dad joke mode. Oh, I, I can't get enough of them. So um, just just a heads up, you guys are in trouble. But um, <laughs> this one goes, a woman is on trial for beating her husband to death with his guitar collection. The judge says, first offender, and she replies, oh. no, first a Gibson, then offender. <laughs> I knew exactly where that was going. Nice. I kind of I kind of like that one, you know, music wise. So I like it. Yeah, like a judge would ever go to a murder suspect. Are you a first offender? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, whenever we drive past a graveyard, my dad always tells me. He says, "Do you know why I can't be buried there?" And then, of course, we say, "No, why not?" And what do you think he says? Because uh, I'm not dead. Yeah, because I'm not dead yet. <laughs> you you are the writer of dad jokes, so I don't nice. know why you don't like them. <laughs> I think it's By good. Jack Handy. Uh, yeah. Anything like else, him. gentlemen? No, I, I just wanted to touch base and say, because uh, we didn't mention it last week. Uh, I put it up just a little after. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> if you haven't seen it yet, we talked about them a while back with Origin Artwork and the, the maps that they do and, and custom work. They have released some new designs out there, including a Star Wars theme one they've been teasing, so oh. keep an eye out for that. Do they have um, the Millennium Falcon? Well, you'll have to follow them on Instagram to see what they're doing. They've been teasing some things there, and, and I don't know if they've released anything just yet. But um, I did do a short, uh, it's about four minutes, I think, uh, unboxing and first look video. Um, I posted it. It's on my YouTube channel, but I've linked it over to our Facebook page and, and Digital Soup Twitter, so you can check that out if you want. Um, I got a map of the uh, Middle Earth from Lord of the Rings, and pretty sweet map. It looks great up on the wall right now. So, uh, and it was a little disconcerting because uh, Dave was out in the woods, yeah, stabbing something with a knife. Just no. you know, just yeah. so you guys know, I <laughs> did. I was opening the box. I, I prefer to him and his friend things. Chad. I, I tried to find a <laughs> no, not friends with Chad. No, I, I tried to find a place that would remind me of Middle Earth, so I found the spot that was these big pines and a little bit of snow and stuff, and so I, I chose to do it outside, but um, rather than did like that, Arby's. yeah, exactly, <laughs> or, or just my basement office, which is what I was gonna do, and then I thought, yeah, I can do better than that. So 
Perfect. So that is up there. And uh, the only only other thing I wanted to say is that for our listeners, for our super friends, I want to ask a a favor of all of you. We talk a lot about you know sharing the post on Instagram, or not Instagram, on Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that. And we're trying to stay fairly active there. But I want to try, if we can, for a few weeks. For the listeners we have that follow us, if each one of you can actually just go and recommend us to one friend, that's it, uh, one friend that you think would would enjoy the type of show we do, um, the tech and nerd culture and geek, everything that we talk about here, just tell one person about it and then have them do the same. And all you need to do is refer us to one friend that doesn't listen to us and try and build our community a little bit because... We definitely want to try and bring more super friends into the fold here. So just kind of an experiment to see how it goes for for a little bit. I was thinking that might be a nice way to do it. Right on. And if you're listening and you have not yet liked us on Facebook, right. please go and do that. All of our stuff is available on digitalsouppodcast.com, including all of our contact information for our personal stuff, all the links to subscribe, et cetera, and all of our social media sites. So we'd love to have more interaction with you, the listener. We'd love to have more contact with you, hear some of your ideas and feedback. We just think that would be an absolutely wonderful thing to do. Right. And we sure do appreciate each and every one of you listening every Tuesday. We love doing this, and we, yeah. uh, we hope to continue doing it. Um, so if you guys don't have anything else, shall we? So thanks again, super friends. And just a reminder, if you're interested in any of that origin artwork, you can put in the code, uh, digital soup on checkout and get 20% off. So absolutely have a wonderful evening and thank you very much for listening. That's right. Take care guys. And make sure you tell all your friends that we're mm -mm good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, golden.